0: Uh-huh.
1: And a very, very warm welcome along. You got Dom Savini YY45s Radio Show right here. Radio D59B. Berlin, Belgrade, and as always, beyond. And we're kicking off with brand new music out this Friday on YY45s from Dele shall see me in the S321. That's entitled For the Love of It. taken from the album, The Confluence. Yeah, the EP, the little EP came out a little bit earlier this year. We actually thought that was gonna be all they were gonna release, but we've managed to put together a full incredible album of music that's gonna come out early in 2024, The Confluence LP. This one, the latest single to be taken from it. Also featuring a very special remix for the man like Get Cape, Where Cape, Fly. Might play that on the next show. So it's the Wild Wild Radio show for the next hundred minutes right here. from the label of course we've got brand new music exclusive play next single from Mr Espen Horn coming up a little bit later on and not only do we have the new single from a brand new artist on the label they're called Lawn but they're coming in the studio to have a little chat play us some of their influences talk about their music really 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 special production outfit duo South London check them out they'll be up in about 20 minutes time right about now let's get into some vinyl music courtesy of the Isle of Jura. big shout out to Matt when spaceships appear on this one music from Kent Dang called Born in Borneo. The Dura sound system edits. Serious, serious edit business. We gave you the Jura Sound System edits for Kendang. Born in Borneo, Isle of Jura, Jura Sound System compilation, absolutely killer. Big love to Matt when spaceships appear. Then it was Isa Kamazu and Dirty Bungalow Chakat of Muntu. The cheeky little edit, bit of gospel business. Absolutely love it, absolutely killer. East Village edits. Just called Precious Love. And in the background. It's the big one the $1. Gallery Recordings Artist Unknown. Absolutely went off this one last uh when was it last Saturday at the Jazz Cafe? Huge. So we're gonna get into this one and then uh yeah we're gonna get into some lawn. lawn are in the studio Joe and Joe, not going to be confusing at all, we're going to be having a chat about their music, about their influences, about their lives, about their live show, which is coming up in November, more about that later on, and about their new single on 45s out in a couple of weeks, for now, let's get right into this one. So you are in tune to the Wow 45s radio show right here on Radio D59B, Berlin, Belgrade and as always, Beyond. And we're here in the studio with uh, two very lovely young gentlemen who together go by the name of Lorne. You're listening to their music in the background. This is a tune that came out a couple of years ago. It's called Tina. So I'm joined by uh, Joe Nicklin and Joe Martin. Good, yeah, good. Thank you, chaps. Um, I'm going to call you Nicklin and Martin. How about that?
2: Better band name
1: than lawn actually. Is it better? Is it better <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what you should call yourself moving forward. But uh, we are here um, because uh, you have got a debut single on YY45. It's debut single on YY45. It's coming out next week, right? Uh, yeah, next Friday. Next Friday, yeah. And
3: that's Friday called Beta Pan. Beta Pan.
1: I love that I love the uh, I love that. I do love a good pun <laughs> <laughs> or a bad one <laughs> or bad i I also love a bad pun. that's quite widely known, yes, um, we'll talk about that a little bit later, but let's start let's go back to the very beginning. Very good place to start on all that stuff. Um, you two guys, how did you first get together to make music? How did you first realize that you could make music together? When did the magic happen? When, when did, did that
2: the magic happen uh, twenty nineteen is when we got together, which is a brilliant time to start a band. Well, before a global pandemic. in some ways
1: maybe <laughs> you know maybe a good, great time to be in the studio maybe or or like well you know if you keep testing each other
2: yeah definitely. <laughs> i mean it, it's i mean tina itself the first track was born out of that need to work remotely so i mm. had uh i had a loop uh, like a drum loop a pack of loops so i couldn't even go to my studio so i was like is there anything you can do with this joe um, so you guys were friends
1: already you've been yeah. you've been making music separately until until that point
2: yeah, so I, I mean, I, I where did you
1: come from musically, the two of you? Where, where were your, you know, in terms of making music, what were your backgrounds?
2: I mean, I, I played in sort of um, indie bands from like a young age, um, yeah. and then was doing quite a lot of freelance, mainly live stuff, just playing drums for other people. So you um,
1: you're ostensibly you're your drummer; that's your main instrument, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Um, and I was, uh, I just missed sort of um, having a bit more control over things and. Obviously, like collaborating with people as well so mm. um, I thought I'd ask Martin Martin <laughs> <laughs> Jay Martin <Woody> was up <laughs>
1: so and what about you Martin um, this sounds weird
3: <laughs> so um, yeah similarly to Joe was uh, I played in bands at school and then uh, went to uni and since then I was sort of working on an electronic projects like a solo electronic project
1: Have you come from more of a housey background right in some ways
3: yeah I was like a sort of like garagey yeah. down tempo kind um, of thing electronic yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah um that was very like of of that time like 2010 2011 um and then a few years ago joe got in touch we we're from the same we grew up in the same part of oxfordshire yeah um and I think it was actually when you were at glass Joe. um he just messaged me asking if I was up to much and I wasn't <laughs> because I know, rarely am. Um, and uh, I think I can't remember, I, I think we got in Joe's got a, a lock up studio in North London um, and we got together then. I think and yeah, just took it from there really. I, I think that was I think the first music we made was in, was in person, I'm not sure we went back and forth.
1: I'm not sure. there was there? Was there? Was there? As I mean, how how long did it take you to kind of craft this style that you've got? And we're going to talk about it more over the next yeah thirty minutes or so, but there's a there's a very distinct kind of sound to Lawn, which which first grabbed me. We should say this, you know, the Chinchu in the background, Tina, came out in twenty twenty one. Eventually, I think, um, on our little um, short lived sister label called Allison Recordings. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, what grabbed me was this very unique kind of unplaceable, almost kind of sound that um, obviously has a plethora of, of influences, which we will go into in the next, you know, few minutes. Um, but how long did it did it take you to kind of craft that sound between you? Was it something that happened very naturally? Was it just an obvious natural kind of combination of your of your musical your diverse musical loves between you?
2: yeah I think that side of things was natural but at first we were the plan was just to make like dance music but with more live instrumentation um and then as things went on we realized we had so many of the same sort of influences from when we were a lot younger um i, I don't know how easy it is to to sort of pick out and hear but there's like w- growing up we we listened to a lot of a lot of British and American Indian and then when the whole sort of um psych rock thing took off as well we were like mm. heavily into that um so that was really just by chance i think um that we began to lean into more of that um other than you know opposed to just like doing that's the more. magic isn't it yeah yeah that's
1: the magic really i mean you definitely there's a i mean for me there's a lawn set so i can you know i'll be able to tell a lawn tune a mile away, um which is a which is a great thing not many people achieve that and it's, it's a wonderful thing when you can really uh hone that sound that's all, all kind of all your own but there are obviously contemporary um, similarities between I guess bands like Crangbin and um, who, else? who else? Who are your contemporary influences? I mean we're going to go back in time a little bit with a few of your um, less contemporary
3: ones. Um, there's a band from Geneva called Leclerc. Oh yes, uh,
1: yes Leclerc yeah. Who-
3: amazing yeah if yeah. you're listening and haven't heard Leclerc, go and check them out because <laughs> yeah. they're unbelievable. yeah they are
1: amazing yeah and Eugenia I guess as well yeah. New Guinea as they yeah. used to be yeah yeah, yeah. definitely yeah um, I'm trying to think of the other ones what they called Mouskovich Dance Mouskavik Band Dance Band there's yeah. a bit of that in there as well isn't yeah. there but um, yeah and a lot of um, obviously more ancient influences shall we say uh, in there so let's let's investigate some of those over the next uh, few minutes we're going to play your new single a little bit later on which is out next week, Beta Pan, as we mentioned. But um, yeah, let's 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 dig into these uh, influences that have uh, kind of styled your, styled your music, maybe even subliminally, subconsciously, at, at various times. And I guess one of, one of those sounds, which is a sound that's very familiar to this record label, which which I guess is another reason why, for me, what you do fits so beautifully with what we do, um, is that there is. It may not be that obvious on a lot of your tunes, but there is a kind of Afro beat influence a tropical influence in there um so we're going to play this music from the king right yeah. not elvis obviously <laughs> king of afrobeat later <laughs> so tell us about your selection i've got to say you've picked you know i was like oh god, we have got an afrobeat tune on we'll have a cup of tea well we'll <laughs> get another tune ready you have found a an afrobeat record by a fellow cutie that is two minutes 42 long i mean what what the hell <laughs> tell yeah. us a bit about your your ridiculously um short selection
3: um yeah so I th- it's, it's taken from uh a a gig they did in uh, a hotel on Sunset Boulevard in 1969 hmm. um and I'm guessing that they just condensed the tunes down otherwise this 69 so this is early yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 um I think he's doing like six nights a week or something for yeah. some stupidly long run yeah um Obviously, most fella tunes are like 15, 20 minutes long, so um, we picked a short one for radio, radio radio-friendly fella.
1: Excellent. So this tune, what's this tune called?
3: Uh, It's called Akko.
1: bit of gomez so we had fella then we had gomez so uh, tell us a little bit about your choice that last one
2: uh i think with nicklin yes yeah, sorry it's yes nicklin nicklin, on the nicklin here mm. <laughs> <laughs> so gomez were like uh probably one of my favorite bands from when i was a kid um uh, one of the i think main things that really separates them from other bands at the time is that there were three really strong vocalists, mm. basically three mm. lead singers in one band um, and on paper that combination shouldn't really work cause one's really like delicate, soft, the other one's an absolute powerhouse mm. and then the third is sort of somewhere in between those two. Three part harmonies. A, yeah, three part harmonies great but <laughs> if one's absolutely <laughs> overpowered yeah, 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 it can be a bit yeah um, And uh, as a vocal influence for beta band. Um, because I really like don't know what I'm doing yet when it comes to making vocals, and definitely not. So we should say that when
1: you're when you're in the studio and when you're performing live, which we'll get to in a minute, yeah, um, it's you you take care of the vocals, Nicklin.
2: Yeah, but Martin definitely is going to be doing some. He doesn't is he gonna, know it is yet. He but gonna he's going to be backing be up on some vocals. Live. <laughs> he's going to be doing some lifting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, with that with that tune, I sort of when we when we we're putting Beta pan together. Um, the vocal that we came up with, I was like that reminds me a little bit of Gomez and it reminds me of like the the more softer vocal that they would put on their, mm. their tunes. So because I'm not really sure what I'm doing and it's like making stuff up as I go along at the moment, I was like leaning on that influence heavily being like, well, what would Gomez do mm. he's like well then let that thing go around for a little bit mm. and then Ben well the powerhouse would come in towards the end mm. and hammer a similar vocal over the top mm. I can't do that powerhouse thing mm. um, so I realised well the way you get around that is layer up a gang vocal Yeah. Um, so that's why that part in beta comes in towards the end because uh, yeah. I was trying to be like Gomez
1: because <laughs> they I mean cause they are, yeah, it's quite vocals are really interesting on your choose I mean obviously I've had the benefit like you know not not many other people in the world to have listened to your whole whole album which um, you know hopefully will be coming out next year and uh, will be coming out next year (laughs) not hopefully (laughs) and um, it's wonderful and uh, the vocals yeah are quite different again quite special they're quite embedded in the mix aren't they
2: it's yeah. through fear. Though. Is that is that what it is? <laughs> I mean, like,
1: I love it because they're almost in some places they're almost inaudible. They're just like, is yeah. that another instrument or is that a vocal? That kind of that kind of feeling, which I love. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Whereas it yeah. becomes, you know, yeah. it's not, it's not, and also like, what's he saying? And you have to oh, listen we to, it, you keep, keep listening, <laughs> listening to it. Well, we'll talk about the vocals on Beta, Beta Pan, mm. um, and the name and the title and in in a, in a few minutes. But um, let's just touch up upon the fact that what we were just talking about for a second there, which is that. You're going to be playing live right yes so you're going to be playing live for us at our second uh while live night at grow in hackney wick on saturday the 11th of november yeah and excited. this is going to be your debut live lawn performance yeah
2: yeah, wow. yeah yeah so
1: tell us a little bit about the setup and what people can expect on the night
2: um so yeah the setup is uh we, we i think we're going to try our best to get as close to to the record as possible mm. um, uh yeah so lots of live drums um so lots like, of
1: energy with the drums on stage being so integrated. yeah yeah so we'll
2: be we'll be i think we'll have our hands full as two guys sweating on stage trying to make a load of uh, layered things happen at once
1: because so. i imagine the drums that's that's basically what we, that takes up all your time on the stage right with vocals as well yeah and so is, is, is martin doing everything else
2: martin's doing most of the well yeah in fact you are doing the rest to be honest um which is you know Martin, tell us what tell us what
3: you're going to be doing in the in the in the
1: Lawn Live show.
3: Um, well, Joe's programmed all of it. Right. Um, over the last couple of months, we've been getting um, close to something that kind of resembles the record that's physically possible to translate live. So, um, I'm going to be playing a lot of guitar mm-hmm. and maybe some keys. Mm-hmm. Um, and. And, do yeah, it, and apparently, gonna, apparently doing
1: some uh, BVs.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try, try to do some BVs. Um, and anything you hear on the record that's a synth line or something, we're just going to, in the absence of that, we're just going to replace it with a guitar line. So there's also been some rewriting as well, which so has been gonna, really it's fun. It's going to be pretty damn live,
1: right? I mean, it's not, it's not just a click track and uh, you guys kind of, uh, you know, add, adding the odd little bit on top, it's pretty live.
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Joe's, Joe's part's fully live. Yeah. Um, and there that, will be there will be a bit of track just because we've only got two pairs of hands. But, of course, um, but it's, yeah, uh, yeah. So that that's been fun to, yeah. to sort of nerve to, to work it out. But yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm very very nervous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you
1: come down, as I know you will, on uh, Saturday, eleventh of November, please give give both of them a little hug before they before they go on. Yeah, that'd be lovely. It's their first ever show, but it's going to be warm and it's not going to be won't well, be warm inside. Um, actually, the way this year is going, it'll probably be warm outside as well. Um, It's going to be warm and friendly and lovely, don't worry, there's going to be lots of family down there, lots of friends and it's going to be beautiful. Really looking forward to hearing you guys live, I think it's going to be incredible. Um, And talking of three part harmonies and harmonies in general, your next selection is very much on that tip, I'm I'm assuming, because it's the Beach Boys, right?
3: Yeah, It's. um, uh, I just wasn't made for these times by Beach Boys from Pet Sounds. it's kind of a more indirect influence I think I find it difficult to not talk about Brian Mm. Wilson when speaking about music that Mm. influences the music I tried to make and and I think I could have taken anything from Pet Sounds because it's my favourite album of all time right I think it's one of the best pop albums ever ever written Um, but there's a theremin line at the end of this tune and as far as I know it's the first time a theremin was used on a a pop record okay Um, and there's a a synth line in the beginning of Beat Pan right This it's not a theremin obviously but it's a sort of pitchy wobbly watery sounding synth line and I, oh, it just reminded me of that theremin line so I thought that was a nice link I could have chosen any tune from Pat Sounds but this yeah, is one of my favourites and it's got a nice link to Beat Pan so <laughs> that's why I chose it
1: let's give it a listen
0: uh, find the people that I won't leave behind They say I got brains but they ain't doing me no good I wish they could Each time things start to happen again I think I got something good going for myself and what goes
1: beautiful sound of Dorothy Ashby, your next selection.
3: Yeah, Dorothy Ashby. You company.
1: you uh, you you got to the studio and realised you hadn't put it on your stick. So quite luckily, I had a vinyl copy, right?
3: Yeah, the original pressing, I believe. I mean, that way apparently. <laughs> we'll go. We'll go with that. Um, it's definitely not a reissue, so I think it's probably very close to it. Um, yes. Yeah, what a beautiful tune. I think. Just wanted to got some Dorothy Ashby in there. Just yeah, I any, mean, fair to play I don't
1: think Dorothy Ashby needs much explanation, really. No, you know, just in, in incredible, beautiful music as as you make yourselves. Um, so let's remind people what's going on. Uh, Lawn debut single out next week on Wild, Wild 45s. Out next Friday at Speedo Pan, and on the 11th of November, you will be playing at Grow in Hackney Wick which is going to be a very special kind of thing. And uh, alongside you, we've got Espen Horn coming all the way from Norway. He's going to be playing some records and doing a little live PA as well with um, Faye Houston from Resonators. She's going to be coming along and having a little sing song with him. And we've got you guys live for live show and uh, Espen will be playing a little DJ set as well. And I'll be playing a DJ set as well, of course and uh yeah that's the 11th of november that's going to be a big one so make sure you get your tickets for that tickets are on sale now i believe just about maybe about to be announced uh, more or less on sale now um (laughs) and uh yeah the singles out next week we've got a number of singles to follow and as we alluded to earlier definitely an album coming out next year what i mean i mean the other thing we haven't talked about actually a little bit which i think's uh quite it's definitely the case in, in Beta Pan and um, in a lot of other tracks off the album is this kind of the way your, your tracks progress and the way they change they tend to change halfway through and almost you get two for the price of one um, with a lot of your tunes um, what, what is that all about a deliberate thing is this something that kind of kind of it's, it's very much a part one and part two in, in a lot of your tunes right a lot of your music is this something that just came about naturally and then started to become a lawn trademark or or um something that you did once and thought yeah let's do this on all the tunes because <laughs> pretty much all the tunes I think on the album are, are, are like that maybe yeah it happens
2: one. a hell of a lot I think I think um, it's probably an idea we stole from a a psych tune somewhere but it's re- like you say it's really really stuck like it happens in Tina it happens in Beta Pan and then there's at least another couple of songs on the album that do it as well. Yeah, I feel like it happens in all of them. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we do so much stuff remotely, um, and I, I, I feel like. Um, but how does that yeah. work
1: when you're when you're when you're? I mean, people will hear it when they when they hear Beats band mm. possibly for the first time ever in in a minute. Mm. Um, probably for the first time ever. Um, I haven't leaked it. So. No, exactly right. How does that how does that work when you're writing a song? I mean, do you get to? You know is it mostly the case that you write that first that part one first and then you get to a point where you're like, oh, I'm a bit bored with this, it needs to progress, it needs to do something completely different, shoot off in another direction, or is it often the case that, that part two is where you start and then you give it this kind of generally, I would say, slower intro, more yeah. kind of building into yeah. it? Yeah,
2: whereas teen is the opposite, isn't it? It's that build mm. of tension throughout, mm. and then yeah, that's so, true. Yeah, I mean, I can speak on, on, on that one because like. As people were here in the background. Yeah, and that was, um, I think that was an idea. I, I, I heard some psych tune where it, do, it was just like a constant sort of thing that was looping around and around and then out of nowhere, like a dip and then straight back in with a different sort of feel. Hmm. Um, and then in terms of the other ones, they've been um, sent more by Martin to my right in terms of, you know, they come to me like with those a and b sections quite um quite already like fleshed out and then it's just a case of like okay how how many times are we going to let this go around before we a so it on its head should we talk,
1: be talking to martin about this
2: these two yeah about, about, the, about these the, the ones sections. coming up yeah, yeah i don't know where he gets it
1: from <laughs> tell us please tell us how the magic is created where it comes from
3: um well, it's, it's probably also worth noting that normally joe would add um a top line, he'd write a top line and record vocals over whatever it is I've mm. written. And we always say it's like painting and going from painting in black and white to painting in colour. Yeah. Because yeah. your own voice is totally unique to you. Mm. I remember the first time I heard Joe singing over something, it was maybe a year or two afterwards, be making music. Mm. And I just felt like it elevated it to a a whole different, yeah, level. different level. Yeah. Um, so with the A and B section thing, um, yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I, I think um, with Beta, I don't, it was definitely that first section we had written. Right. Um, and then it was building at the end. And then I, I, I don't know. I, I can't remember off the top of my Did, head. Didn't the
1: second bit have something to do with uh, Joe's boat? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Isn't it there, There's a story behind Beta Pan, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, so uh, the vocal for Beta in the, the in the B section, the second half, um, we we had worked on the melody um, and the lyrics. It's usually just crap that I've <laughs> seen or thought or. You know, it's absolutely most people's lyrics. Yeah, yeah the crap the, you've seen or thought. Yeah, yeah. The, the idea that covers, that um, covers Lennon McCartney. I, yeah, I can't wait for someone to ask me the meaning behind them all. They're going to be <laughs> disappointed. I'm doing but it now. That one in particular does have a. It was a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I live on a on a small boat, and um, in in London, like in the busier areas, it's sometimes an absolute nightmare finding a spot, and. Uh, I thought I found a really nice one, pulled in, tied up, which is a job in itself, sometimes. Mm. And then I just saw um, a sign that said, no mooring here, regatta tomorrow. And I remember just like leaving my boat where it was and just almost in frustration, just like jogging down the canal, (laughs) just in the hope there'd be something near again soon. And the line that we'd just written from Beta was, was still in my head. Right, and I ended up just running down the canal like a madman, going like, down the Gotta regret it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> See, full when full I first heard you. that
1: song, I thought it was gonna regret it.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a better line. <laughs> well, yeah. Is there time to change? <laughs> Gotta regret it. Gotta
1: regret it tomorrow is great. That's all. That's all. That's all good. I mean, the other thing I was gonna say about the A and B section is, again, I think for me it goes in, in a weird way. It goes back to the Afrobeat thing again. Yeah. In fact you've got this long build up and we're going to play the full length version of, of uh, Pan in a second mm-hmm. so people will be able to hear that and then you know this long build up and then it kind of explodes you know and it, with, the, with you guys it's not the horns that explode it's like you know it's the drums and it's it's the vocals and everything else and everything kind of builds With after a bit, probably the horns come in and then in yeah. Fella's example Fella's voice will come in yeah. you know, yeah. after about 10 minutes Yeah um, So there's definitely an aspect of that in there as well as far as I'm concerned mm. But um, yeah, I'll tell you what. If we've got nothing else to say, let's play. Um, let's play the brand new single out next week. First ever play on radio of uh, Beta Pan. Well, it might. I think it's the first ever play on radio. We'll see. Depends what's happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Depends what's happened in the past, future type thing. <laughs> But uh, first uh, play on the Wild War 45's radio show for sure of um, of Beta Pan by Lawn, uh, Nicklin and Martin, thank you so much for coming in.
3: Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. And
1: we're looking forward to hear more of your amazing music. It's amazing, honestly. Wait till you hear the album. Incredible stuff. Thanks, guys.
3: Thanks, man. Thank you. <laughs>
4: é mansa, a negra dança É maré mansa, é negra dança Ai, ai, ai
1: So lovely to have the Lawn Boys in the studio. Big up. So excited about their music. As we said, album coming next year, we promise. But lots and lots of singles, lots of music to come from them in the meantime. Over the coming months. And the live show, as you mentioned several times, November the 11th their first ever live show down at Grow in Hackney Wick if you're in London East London and also playing on that show we're going to have a DJ set and a little live PA from the man out of Norway like Espen Horn going to play you the next single from him it's coming out in a few weeks time first play right here on this show it's coming up real soon right now let's get back To nineteen ninety six. Music from the incredible Chris Bowden, the album Time Capsule, and this one, all time classic Mother and Daughters. Incredible music from Chris Bowden. I should have said before this, it was music from Brazil. Big shout to Mr. Peterson on this one. Music from As Ganhadeiras da Itapua. From the album of the same name, self titled album, the track Mare Mansa. And yes, in the background, Chris Bowden and a little uh, sneak preview into 2024. We are going to be bringing you something with a little bit of Chris Bowden on it. Looking forward to that very, very much coming next year. But coming this year in a couple of weeks time, the new single for Mr. Espen Horn. You've had Bakaren, you've had Bergen Sunrays, this is the next one, and it's an absolute beauty. The album will be out in November, this is the next single, from Espenhorn featuring H. It's the tune entitled Den Franksekt. I oh, always get this wrong. Ten Fransken Gitarren. Oh, very, very soon. Watch out. So it was brand new music from Espen Horn, then Franz Ken the guitar, and that's how you say it. Featuring H, out in a couple of weeks time. And in the background, music from 1970. From the father of Mike, Mr. David Lindup. And the big band, the album When the Saints Go. And a beautiful little tune called The Italian Girl. I was at the Jazz Cafe last Saturday, as I mentioned earlier. And uh, Mike Lindup was standing next to the DJ booth, so I had to go and have a little chat with him. Made a complete fool of myself. Just told him I loved him, basically. What an amazing man, what an amazing musician. What a history. And still making music, incredible music. Check it out. Okay, just about time to fit one more tune in we're going to give you something from the forthcoming album a little exclusive brand new music on shapes of rhythm some sneaky Jesus this one featuring Maria Mavco I'll leave you with this until next time.